When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The following podcast contains explicit language. I'm like... In Starbucks, in Crown Heights, on a computer, very like hipster, right? (laughs) And so I make a joke about that to him via text because I also want him to know who I am. So I text him and I said like, hey, just so you know, I'm the girl sitting on a computer like a hipster. I mean, like 15 minutes later, he texts me to say that he was coming across the street. But because I was on my computer... You know how you look at your phone and you see a text, but you, like, you look up right away because you're not sure, like, when they sent it or whatever. And so I look up and there's a guy standing by the door. And there is her date. Her date from Tinder. I feel like women think a lot about what we put in our profiles, the pictures, because you want them to kind of get a sense of who you are and how you look and that's authentic to the person that you are. And I feel like guys don't do that. Guys, very often, it's just like, depending on what they're looking for, like maybe they're just looking for sex. And so they'll have like a no shirt on or, you know, or it's like a bunch of like close up ones. Or maybe even sometimes it's with other girls and you're like, is that his sister? Is that his cousin? I'm confused, right? Right. Or sometimes it's just him and a fish. (laughs) (laughs) I get really charmed by him and his niece. Sometimes if they say that's their niece, yes. But other times this is random child. I don't know who this person is. (laughs) Like, it's just, like, I'm always just like, is this your best foot? Like, was this your thing? This is the thing that you were like, oh, this is going to get me the woman that I want to be with. It's like when you meet a, see a guy that, like, ha- is, like, cute and has the the mid shots, has the full body, <laughs> has some that he's just smiling. Like, he had, like, different variations of his picture. You know, all of them were, he was cute. So the guy there in Starbucks was cute, like his photos. And I'm like, oh, hey. And the guy walks over. We, like, walk over to each other. We hug. He comes over. He sits down. (laughs) He says, oh, my gosh, you look even more beautiful in person. And I noticed that he has a Nigerian accent. I'm Sarah Leonian, and my last, like, serious dating situation was with a Nigerian. So I was like, oh, wait, you're Nigerian? Lots of stuff was triggered for me because of the ex. But the guy that I was texting with had said that he was born and raised in Brooklyn. And so I was kind of like slyly trying to like look at my phone, which I did to see his picture. And then when I looked back up, (laughs) my guy was standing by the door looking at us like, what the hell? So the whole time she's been talking to the wrong guy, which to be fair seems 
kind of easy to do, you can't really know someone from their photos online. Plus, both the Nigerian guy and her date, they both had beards. And if you think about it, a beard is basically a mask, just made of hair, that covers half your face. He could have been anyone. What also was bizarre about the way that the Nigerian guy reacted was that he then was apologizing to my guy. <laughs> like, sorry, man, I'm so sorry. Like, sorry I talked to your property? He didn't really apologize to me. I'm the one in which you hugged. <laughs> the person in which you misled. Although I was totally complicit because, like, you know, obviously I looked at him. I was like, hi. So some might say that I initiated it. For her and her actual date, this was the textbook definition of a meet cute. The moment that almost feels cinematic. And it can become the story that both brings you together and keeps you together. It was easy for us to bounce back from it because, like, it just instantly gave us something to, like, talk about and, like, bond over in a very, like, sweet way. This is why why I'm Andrea Salenzi. Okay, so how should we introduce you? <sighs> As the <laughs> 31-year-old that is actually ready for, like, marriage. Did you hear how she said marriage? Marriage? It's hard to say the stuff out loud. For me, I'm learning about how to talk about wanting kids someday. And for her, she's learning to talk about marriage. I'm a Christian, as we've also talked about. And I think, like, promising each other in front of God is important to me. Over the course of our friendship, I've watched her become dating app curious. She'll look over my shoulder while I'm testing out a new app and kind of raise her eyebrows when she spots someone cute. And then some advice from her therapist pushed her over the edge. She decided to download Tinder. My therapy session was Saturday around like one. I downloaded it right after that and I met someone like that evening. And the next day she met the guy in Starbucks. He was her first Tinder match, her first Tinder date. And now a few weeks in, when she talks about him, she sounds love drunk, like birds chirping in her head, flowers blooming behind her eyes. It's Paris in the spring, and she's on her fifth dopamine serotonin cocktail. And since there aren't enough hours in the day to possibly hear all the nice things she has to say about this guy, I'm just going to play some romantic music here and we can review the highlights. Like, we actually, like, talk on the phone and text each other how we're doing. We just kind of talk about things, like, during the day, which I really appreciate. And I, what I like about him, too, is that he listens to different types of podcasts that I listen to. It's really hard for me to have small talk. Like, I almost never can talk about things on a surface level. Like, I, I give details that are not important sometimes. <laughs> and I like guys that also do that, and he does that. Like, literally, it was like the, the conversation right before you fall asleep. That's Aww. what we were having, talking about institutional racism. <laughs> I like him. He's pretty amazing. But of course, there's always a catch. Circling back to the Christian thing... Me being a Christian, he's um, does not believe in Jesus. 
Let's put it that way. Mm. And that's kind of like a, the main thing of Christianity. <laughs> like that's kind of like the the thing that's going to like you know get you salvation. <laughs> Yeah, or like that's the thing you'd want to talk to your kids about. Yeah. Um it's just so weird to like meet someone that I really like and all these different levels and but then when I think about what I ultimately want for myself because like God and specifically like Jesus <laughs> is such a central part in my life and like I go to church every Sunday, I pray, like, I have a women's group that I, you know, we, we meet, we, we do devotionals, we talk and about, like, the challenges we have in our lives and how we can use the Bible to kind of, like, work through those challenges. So it's not like I'm just saying it because, oh, this is just something that I want one day for my children. Like, this is actually how I'm living my life right now. So what do you do? You have this hard and fast criteria in your head. He should be a Christian. And then you meet someone and all the other boxes are checked, except for that one that you told yourself was so essential. When we were younger, that was just a different math problem. Now we're adding up the years in our heads. I'm thinking of what Jim said last week. Your clock is ticking. So my friend and her date from Starbucks, they're actually talking about this a lot. Another thing I like about him is that we could actually talk about those things and we have talked about those things at nauseum and so like i feel like every time i feel like you would have always that that would have been you five years ago that you would have been willing to go there oh no yeah 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 yeah. five years ago i just would have like it would have been okay to spend five years with someone that i wasn't gonna end up with yeah or i would if something was a difficult thing to talk about i would just steer my car away Mm -hmm. from that just like let us let's not talk about this yeah i know we're gonna fight and not even intentionally like I don't think that I even the idea that you can recognize as something that you're not talking about is a step further than I was (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think I just would have not talked about it you know it's like you just want to have fun and uh, dates and just make out and talk and and see each other as long as you're spending time like that was a big thing for me like spending time together and yeah And I was like, wait, I don't have a lot of time. Like what Jim said. Every year after 35, your eggs are getting weaker and weaker. Let's try to define what dating in our 30s is. (sighs) Dating in our 30s now means we have the built-up hurt of our 20s, Mm -hmm. also the built-up lessons of our 20s, and then we have the limited timeline of our 30s and the high expectations. That sounds really depressing. It's Yeah, it's a a complicated cocktail that makes it harder to make bad decisions, even if they could be fun. On another note, I feel like it also is like knowing what you want and also meeting guys that know what they want is could actually be fun too. So um, last night, and so I haven't gotten off of Tinder because I feel like until you have a commitment, you shouldn't just yes. like go ahead and just date the one person. So last night, and I screenshotted it just for you. This was the guy you. that I matched with and then swipe. So that was our oh, interaction. Whoa. Okay. So, <laughs> so after we matched. Wait, let me mess- just describe this. <laughs> so... He's 31, like you. He says, life is beautiful. Smile because you can. I believe that every girl has something special about her. You can tell that he's in a doctor's coat. First message from him. (laughs) Are you down for a hookup? And you were just like, no. (laughs) Nope. 
<laughs> and like that's amazing. Like that was what five minutes of my life. How dare he? <laughs> you had to go through the process of looking at that photo, thinking about if you could love that face, and then it goes right to, are you down for a hookup? <laughs> this is me swiping. I'm like, could I love that face? No. <laughs> could I love that face? No. Oh, there are only a few faces I could love in this world. That is so real. That is real. So you are in a spot now that I feel like I'm in all the time, which is that parts of you are pulling you into this thing, and then your logical, goal-focused brain yes. is trying to steer you away. Yes. And then also, like, God. <laughs> right? Like, that's a weird thing to kind of, like, be negotiating against. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I feel all sorts of complex feelings. And I feel like I'm getting signs all the time that are pushing me one way or the other. And so, yeah, I honestly, for the first time, I literally have no opinion. I don't know what I should do, what I should be doing. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, I'm going to tell my friend about a decision I'm making. I have a date coming up. I think it's probably a bad idea. Should I listen to my gut? So like we promised, here is the scoop from my personal life. I feel like I'm in a similar spot where I keep almost like there's a guy I like who I told her I like someone who she also knows. Okay. And I told her who it was. Oh, <laughs> you're so sweet. There are so many things I like about this guy. I mean, it's mostly how his shirt tucks into his pants, but he's also really funny, like the kind of funny where he'll say something so cutting, so cruel. I don't know what face to make. And that's all I look for in a guy now is just surprising banter. When I close my eyes, I want to make out with him, like all over the place. But there's a warning sign. He's too old to ever be someone I could have a family with. So my body goes, what about making out? My brain's like, but what about the future? And my body's like, but what about making out? You just wanted to like hook up with someone, like kiss. I feel like that would be so easy for you to find. Because I feel like if you want to hook up, I feel like we can go right now to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. You know? It's not what I want. You want the forever person. How does anyone make it through the like treacherous early stages of a relationship and qualify for being a forever person like what's a forever person other than just someone you build up that much intimacy with where you can't imagine life without them yeah i can imagine life without this guy i can even imagine a thursday without this guy so if it was a date and even that was a little unclear it's not going to happen i called it off so when do you think you'll know to pull the plug or not on this guy. Well, the other thing, the thing that happened today after that, after hours conversation with him last night is that I was listening to this sermon that was talking about like not, (laughs) this is going to sound so, like I feel like we're learning so much about each other. Like it was just talking about like the I am, instead of saying impossible, like I, I'm possible. And pretty much it was just saying like, don't, discount god don't 
limit what God can make possible and what is possible with, with when you're when you have God. She's moved on to a new question. If we do have sex, yeah, is what's going to be my birth control option? Let's figure out marriage later. For now, she's thinking about a different ring. I've thought about this. Cool. So the ring you just leave in, yeah, in China. Yeah, and then you can take it out whenever you want. It's not a long-term commitment. This isn't an IUD or the next Nexplanon. If she goes and gets the ring, she can make this decision one month at a time. Cheers to us. We are adults yeah. having a cool dating life. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> that are dating. We're like being vulnerable and putting ourselves out there. And get this. Today, I stopped by her office and she showed me a package. She just picked it up that morning at the pharmacy. Does he know that you've that you have a new ring in your office fridge? No, but we talked about the possibility of me getting one. I'm really happy. This is a cool move. This means you're kind of serious about this. That's going to stick around. I'm really serious about not having a baby, yes. <laughs> That's it for today's show. It's produced by me, Andrea Salenzi, with Lindsay Cradwell. Our editor is Hilary Frank. Our artwork changes every week thanks to Teddy Blanks at chips.nyc. And we actually used some of his music today. Thanks. Thanks also to Mia Lobel, Laura Mayer, and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Next time on YOY, I'm going to play all that lovey-dovey gushy stuff on loop till you barf. <laughs> like literally, it was like the conversation right before you fall asleep. That's Aww. what we were having talking about institutional racism. <laughs> Ugh! <laughs>